a podcast by two best friends who should have been sisters at birth. And now they're your sisters you've never had. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy has changed both of our lives in so many ways. It's helped us when we were in the process of getting out of toxic relationships, when we've moved into brand new cities and lived alone, and when we were making other big life decisions such as major career changes. It's even helped us now with everyday conflicts that come up in life. We get so many questions on the daily about how to find the right therapist, and we have the solution for you. With BetterHelp, you can find the right therapist for you that fits your budget and your needs. The best part is that you can do this all virtually within your own home. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. You can choose flexibly between video call or just phone if you don't feel like getting ready. You can even leave notes for your therapist and message them between sessions if you need more help outside your scheduled appointment. So what are you waiting for? Run, sisters. Don't walk. Book your session today, and that's the first step of becoming your best self. Therapy has changed our lives, and we can't wait to see how it can help change yours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and as a Sisters You've Never Had listener, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sisters you've never had. That's betterhelp.com slash sisters you've never had. We've also linked it down below for easier access. Welcome to another episode of Sisters You've Never Had. I'm Lisa. And I'm Teresa. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to win a breakup. (laughs) And we want to be on the winning side. I'm just kidding. You're going to learn later what our definitions of winning a breakup means. But before we actually get into our topic, Teresa and I are actually going to give you a really quick life update just because... I know to you guys, you have been listening to us every week, hopefully. But we actually haven't been recording every week. We actually have yeah. been recorded in maybe like two or three months. So we like, we're really good at the beginning where we literally would meet all the time and like batch make a lot of these episodes. And that prepared us for when like things got super busy in life. And yes, now we are wanting to give our life updates because it's literally been months since we've actually given a life update because our last episode was literally from like maybe two months ago. I know. So (laughs) when you guys have been listening to us and for all of our new listeners out there, we've had about 20 episodes and I swear to God, I think 10 of them were batch made and it really got us through some tough times. Me for... Something I'm actually going to announce in about like maybe a month or two, but something did happen in my life in the month or like a couple of months ago. But then also Teresa, her whole family got sick with COVID. Thankfully, everyone's all good now. Yeah, everyone was sick and it got really bad. I think it started at the end of April, but my... Um, uncle got sick and then my dad got sick and my dad got so sick that he ended up in ICU and basically like the rest of the house got really sick and I had to like take care of everyone and like miraculously I never got COVID which was like I think it just mind boggles me because I stayed next to the room beside my dad and I was like taking care of my dad and also the, the rest of my family but like 
wow, like some miracle hit and I did not like get COVID. And my dad went to the hospital, went to ICU, but he like survived. Thank God. Oh my God. It was the scariest fucking like three weeks of my life. I know we were so scared. Oh my God. We were like crying together. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I really like, I think that situation really changed my outlook in life and like my outlook overall in like what I need to do next in life and like how I need to appreciate like my day to day and like how life can be like taken away from us at like any point. Yeah. And I mean, you were also telling me, and I feel like even though this is kind of hard to hear, but I feel like all of our listeners almost should hear this because for some people, you know, I mean, obviously we all understand on a very surface level, the severity of COVID, unless if you've personally experienced it, but do you want to tell us what you saw when you went to the ICU? Because I think that was like, oh my God, oh my God, I think I'm traumatized maybe like for life, but like, I have not seen, I haven't seen. So it was like one of my first times seeing like, a, like, I guess a dead body. Like I would literally go, I visited my dad in the ICU and I saw dead bodies and I, I saw like body bags being removed from the ICU. And I, and I saw like numerous ones and I saw young people, people of all ages in like ventilators and they were like not responsive. They were just like lying and like not moving and just like, it really was like their life was sucked out of them. And it was just so painful and so difficult to see and to watch. And like, it really shows how, like how intense and how scary and how real COVID is and was and how you really should protect yourself and protect your family and like get your fucking vaccine. Vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Get your vaccine so we can protect not just ourselves, but from others as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, on to happier updates because that was not the only update that we have. But Teresa, do you want to start with your life update? What's been going on the last two months? Of course. I mean, like the last few months, basically, like COVID took out like my life for a bit, like basically a month, a bit afterwards, because like even now my dad's like still not fully recovered. So he's not like fully back to work. So he's at home, like we're taking care of him. And he's also kind of like getting back into like doing day to day things. But that like changed my life a lot, the whole experience of like almost losing a loved one. So I also like booked an appointment and Lisa like regularly sees a psychic and Lisa referred me (laughs) to a psychic. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go and see what, like, just, I'm curious about my life. And so I booked an appointment and it was actually really interesting and super cool. And like, I feel like after that experience, after seeing that psychic, I feel like super relaxed and like chill and like Zen with life. And I'm like ready for whatever. Cause I feel like the Teresa maybe like two months ago was like so tense, so anxious. Like what's next in life? What do I need to achieve? That's why I told you to go see her. Like, I would be like, what do I, like I have to achieve my next goal. I have to like do my next thing. I need to, like, I feel like I was always moving and I still feel like that way now, but I feel like I'm allowed to like slow down and like the things that I want in life will like eventually come to me and that I'm like literally on my way there. I can like enjoy the ride and like it's coming. 
So my God, exactly. I, I don't know. Like I highly recommend and thank you, Lisa, for referring me because like (laughs) now I feel like relaxed and chill. Like I think even like before that, I would also be like, oh my gosh, I feel, I wonder like when my future husband will enter into my life. But now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like he's coming whenever. I don't really care. I'm not even looking like whatever. Yeah. I, it's funny because I actually, if you follow me on YouTube and watch my vlogs, I actually have disclosed this. that I'm actually a very spiritual person. Yeah, you are. And it's so interesting. Yeah, I'm very spiritual. And I don't really, you know, publicly say this to people. I just really tell my close friends because I know people are like, really? Or like, for the people who don't believe in it, I just like, I don't bother, you know, telling people, but I am actually very spiritual. Like Teresa says, I actually do see a psychic on a regular basis. I see one or two about like a quarterly basis. And I also have tried like everything else too. Like, I've had my birth chart read. I've had my aura read. I've also had a tarot card. Lisa is an astrology girl. Yeah, she's like always updating. Oh, no, this is all in the same world. Like spirituality, astrology, tarot Uh, cards, like everything is actually all interconnected. I'm extremely spiritual. And maybe this is like another topic for another day. And we can actually talk about our psychic experiences. Yes, that'll be so cool. And I have so much else to learn from you in terms of like, I used to make fun of you for like doing astrology because I'll be like, what the fuck with that? Like Capricorn shit, like whatever. Yes. But now I'm like, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like really into this stuff. That's a little fun fact. But yeah, it's like not that publicized because like I said, I know some people don't really believe in it, but it's like low key and like, yeah, some people will be like judgy about it, but I think it's so interesting and like whatever you want to believe in or like whatever like makes you more comfortable with life, like then like, why not? Like, why not give it a try? It's like religion, like, and believing in that. Yeah, exactly. I know we're a little bit off track, but like, one or two other really quick updates. Actually, just one more, actually. Since we like released that like career episode, I have had like like numerous requests for people to like Yay! meet with me and like my career coaching thing is like taking off a bit. And like, yeah, just I'm like working with a lot of people and like it's been busy, it's been good. And I feel that like my life is like more balanced now, like a bit relaxed in some areas, but like things are ramping up in other areas. I'm able to like go back to work now after like the craziness of like COVID hitting my family and like now busy, like working with like career coaching people and now like getting this like podcast back up and running after not recording in some time. I find that like, it's a good time. I'm ready for summer and stoked for hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. Mm -hmm. So enough about me. Lisa, you've had major changes in your life and I'm oh so my excited God. to hear about it because bitch you also fucking left me you moved I back know. to fucking Toronto I'm devastated oh yeah and I had to like deal with that too losing a best friend <laughs> to the other side of the country the fuck oh my god I know so tell us everything <laughs> Okay, so I mean, I have three main updates. So the first and more important update, I don't want to be that person, but trust me, it's just currently in the works. Like I am trying to work with someone regarding this update. So this major update is going to have to be delayed for a couple of months, but it is coming and it's not that I'm hiding it from anyone. It's really just about timing and results and me showing you guys the holistic experience. So there's one thing that is just pending, just be patient, but make sure you follow me on YouTube and Instagram and obviously this podcast because Mm -hmm. this update is really juicy. 
Oh my God. Wait, do I know about it? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Oh my God. Everything she's working on is just like so amazing. So exciting. And Lisa really is like so passionate and puts her all <laughs> like her whole heart into it. So like make sure you follow her because it will be huge. And she got her job for it. So yeah, support her y'all. Yay. <laughs> okay. So then the second update is what is it? Oh yeah, obviously. So I moved back to Toronto, unfortunately. <sighs> I feel like it was a career move on my end just because as you guys know I quit my job if you guys haven't heard that episode you guys can go watch it I also did a YouTube video on you know my process in quitting but basically because I quit I have just you know had the best time in Vancouver but I needed to lock myself in my room in my house alone without any distraction to do some work to do some work so <laughs> it's actually been going pretty well I feel like in the last few weeks that I've been here, I've been here for three weeks now, I've just been really laying the groundwork and the foundation of this new self-employment journey. I think the biggest thing that I have an understanding of is, you know, in order to lead a successful life, you need to also lead a very, I guess, like grounded life on the inside. So that's actually my priority right now, which is why foundationally, that's my priority. I'm trying to get my routine set. I'm trying to really explore different, I guess, like ideas and opportunities. So that's why maybe like if you follow me on my actual, you know, like YouTube account or whatever, you haven't really sensed that big of a difference. It's because I'm doing a lot of more like the behind the scenes work on myself. Mm -hmm. And I am actually coming out with a ideal self series. So it is going to talk mm -hmm. a lot about like finances, how to be a better version and just like live your dream life. So make sure you follow Amazing. for those episodes because those are going to be super exciting. Oh, so stoked. I can't wait. I know. I'm, I think we're actually going to incorporate some of the episodes within our podcast as well. There will cool. be a little bit of overlap, but not too much. And then the last thing is more of a fun update. I think that we actually briefly mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, but I have officially stopped dating and this was a joint decision <laughs> between me and Teresa. I was like, bitch, don't waste your time anymore. Cause like you moved back to Toronto to focus on your career. And I was yeah. like, and then I think we talked about how like dating is just such a distraction from like our full focus on like yeah. working on ourselves and especially like a big life change and a big career change. Like we want to be 100% all in, in our career. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing is that I am not ready for like, I am not ready, nor do I want one. Like, I don't want a serious relationship. So, I mean, I think it would be a little bit different if I was ready for a serious relationship and for mm -hmm. me to be dating around and looking for someone. But I feel like because I'm not ready to actually be dating is literally a waste of my time because, like, yeah. at this point, like, when I first started dating initially, it was to learn about what I want and what I don't want. I think I have a pretty good grasp of that now. So yeah. now it's like, why do I even need to do that? I've already learned yeah. what I needed to learn. And right. now it's just literally going to be a waste of my time. Exactly. And also like you want to protect yourself, your energy, like your heart, yes. like, by putting yourself out there and like potentially like hurting others, like that hurts your heart or getting hurt yourself. That also hurts your yes. heart. So it's like, it really is like distracting you from like focusing 100% on you and your own like businesses and your own career. So I'm excited for you and so happy for you. Cause like now yeah. you and I are like- Me and you are on the same boat. Yeah. On the non-dating team. <laughs> yes. We're on the non-dating 
the single non-dating non-looking yeah we're literally just <laughs> the non-looking the yeah. non-looking <laughs> yeah the blind literally <laughs> like i mean if our future husbands wants to find us like go ahead like whatever but like yeah we're not gonna like look out for you like i don't I literally don't give a flying fuck where you are right now. Like, whatever. <laughs> same. Literally same. In fact, you better okay. be working on yourself, bitch. <laughs> it's okay. It's actually really funny because over the weekend I had a picnic with two of my girlfriends and they mm-hmm. both have boyfriends. And one yeah. of the couples there, they actually were like, oh my God, we actually have a really good match for you. Like we really think oh. that you guys would hit it off. And he's like, whatever, X, Y, Z. And then they think that like, we'll really get along. And I literally told them, I was like, do not introduce me right now. I was like, wait until minimum Q4. Minimum. Because I was Q4. like, I am I not like that's ready. still so soon. Q4 is like... I said minimum. Yeah, like minimum. minimum. Like I can't, like I can't <laughs> even like, fa- like I can't even think about dating someone right now. I'm like so just not ready. But anyway, this actually leads to our topic today and yeah. actually another update. And I'm actually going to laugh because all of my friends already asked me, they're like, I wonder if your ex-boyfriend listens to the podcast. I'm like, I actually He's don't nosy, know. So I, I feel like he would like read our show notes. He's like I feel nosy. like he like skim through. I think he knows. I think he knows for sure. Okay. He's so nosy. I think my exes probably look as well. Cause like exes be nosy as fuck. Okay, but, okay, so this is kind of ties in with the the update and why I Mm -hmm. think he might not. But basically, my friends actually told me he recently got a girlfriend. And Mm. basically, that's why I don't know if he actually will, because, you know, just out of respect for your new relationship to be listening to your ex-girlfriend's podcast, I feel like is a little bit rude, but whatever. But basically, this update has semi-inspired this episode because obviously, in general, we wanted to talk about, you know, like how how after a breakup you can quote unquote win and what that kind of looks like for me and Teresa. And obviously we've also sourced from the web what that looks like. So this episode was obviously a little bit inspired by this update because a lot of people, you know, kind of had their opinions on this. They were like, how do you feel about it? Like it's only been X mm. amount of months since your breakup. And like, do you feel like he, you know, won or like got ahead or like whatever? And I was like- right. And for context, you guys have broken up like it's almost been a year or has it been like less than a year? Like what's the scenario there? I forgot because it's been. Yeah. So, I mean, we broke up. We broke up end of June. Oh, wow. We are approaching oh. one year. We're approaching Happy one year, year in single like one anniversary, baby. <laughs> I know. Let's have a party. Okay. So we, oh my God, I think I'm actually, I'm, I'm definitely going to do an outdoor thing. But Dude, anyway. that's actually so, so. exciting. <laughs> Yo, a few years ago, I was promised because it's your one year. Then I think it's like my like nine months. Yeah. But also speaking of these type of parties, oh my God, clearly we have ADHD because we've gone in like 10 different directions, but (laughs) I was promised a virginity losing party and no one gave it to me. So if you're listening and you were my friend who promised me a penis cake or a cupcake, where is it? Because I never got it. Did I promise you one? I wrote, yeah, I I, I remember. Someone promised me. (laughs) And let me tell you, I did not eat a penis shaped cake. So I'm still waiting on my 20 21-year-old losing my virginity cake. 
<laughs> I'll get you that cake when I see you next. I'll probably visit you, okay, thank you. this summer. Or you're coming back, I think. Yes, we'll, we'll I do think a I thing. will probably come back. I'll get you a penis cupcake. Um, <laughs> I'm down, I'm down. But anyway, so back to the topic. So uh, yeah, we wanted to kind of talk about, you know, like our thoughts on, you know, quote unquote winning the breakup or something. And then in terms of timeline, yeah, we almost broke up for a whole year. But I think he got a girlfriend maybe like a couple or like he started seeing someone a couple of months ago and recently became official. So it mm-hmm. was within a one year mark that he would have, you know, kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. But to kick us off on the episode and the topic, Teresa, what are your thoughts on winning the breakup? And what does that actually look like to you? And what does it mean to win a breakup? Okay, so I think there are several ways to kind of win a breakup. But like overall, I think winning a breakup is fully like moving on and you're like fully like unbothered by this person. So like, and also, I think it also encompasses you like growing as a person. So like how big your glow up is also like, what contributes to like who wins the breakup. So let's say like you guys break up and like this person becomes like literally like a part of BTS, then, you know, like that person fucking (laughs) on the breakup or like you break up and then this person like starts like a business and literally is like now a multi-million dollar CEO. So that person is a winner. So I think there are like a, a few ways to this. And also whoever is like, whoever like does not reach out to that person and in a place of like weakness and is like, Hey, I miss you. Like, I feel like if that person reaches out, then you like kind of lose in that scenario. Yeah. What do you think the definition is of winning a breakup? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the whole winning a breakup, in my opinion, is more of like a clickbait thing. I feel like there's not so much like winning and losing per se. Like I don't, I feel like you can either, it's more like in my eyes, it's more like who wins first. Like I don't really see a loser per se. And I feel like personally for me in terms of winning, it's not so much as superficial as some other people see it in terms of like, oh, who got into a relationship first or like whatever. I actually think I think it's actually more on like inner work and I feel like it's kind of, yeah, it's like how you feel about towards the other person. Like, are you still feeling resentful? Like, I think if you have any leftover negative associated feelings towards that person, I think that you're not winning. Like, I I don't, you know, as long as you are, as long as you are feeling either like indifferent or just kind Mm -hmm. of like in a place where you just, you know, are happy for them almost. Like, I think those are the feelings that you want to be in in order to, I guess, like, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, win the breakup. Just because I feel like you're losing when you're actually letting it affect you still. I think that's when you're, like, not in a good mindset. Like, you're still salty, like, like a year later, then I think you might be losing. But I think it's also, like, your own happiness. I think, like, if you are able to come out of that relationship, like, let's say you were so badly treated in that relationship, in a year's time, like, you're way happier. But you still may feel, like, regret and resentment for that person. I think that's okay. Like, if you're way happier and, like, you are in a better state yourself, that is also winning. Because it takes time and it takes... It could take you like months, years to fully heal from that person and the damage that person has done to you. So I think you might not be able to forgive this person like immediately or like even like it might take years. But I think if you're in a better state yourself and you feel that, you know, you've worked on yourself, you're more whole and you're happier as a as Yeah, a person, I agree. I agree. Then you're winning. I think, yeah, it's definitely a dual thing. Like, mm-hmm. are you happier, you know, 
like whether or not they are involved or not. And then also yeah. like, what are your feelings towards them? I think the goal is to at, like try to let it go, like not continuously holding on to hatred or resentment. Like you can mm-hmm. have it in the present moment because obviously it takes time to heal wounds. But I think that the end goal is to not have any like negative associated emotion when yeah. they're brought up. Like I think indifference is really the mm-hmm. goal here. Like if you're unbothered and I, then I think truly over it. But I don't know if that would mean like, yeah, I guess that would contribute with winning the breakup too. But then also like they'll never know if you're like fully over it or not. Yeah, exactly. No, but I think that's why it would make you a winner because like for them to not even know and then more (laughs) importantly, for you to not care whether or not they know, that's Mm -hmm. how indifferent Mm -hmm. you feel. Because I feel like, okay, I totally, you know, like a whole... like supporter of being happier or more successful in the external world. But I feel like, you know, me talking to my therapist every week, I just know he's going to say to me like, Lisa, it's not just about, you know, like succeeding on the outside and like whatever. And like, but it's also like internally, Internally how how do you feel? feel? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So like, I think it is great that if on the, you know, external world, if you're making more money, if you have a better job, if you lost weight, if you, like, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Like, whatever the glow up is externally. Exactly. But the important thing is also how you feel on the inside. Mentality. Exactly. And the inner work, because you could be, like, we've all heard of, you know, situations where, like, the person becomes so successful, but in the back of their mind, they're still in love with their first yeah, love, you know? That's like that's true. That's true. I think there's so many ways behind, like, how you can win, but it's all, like, perceived. It really yes. all is perceived at that time. Like you could become like a major fucking like superstar, but like you can still be crying in your bathroom over your ex. So it, who exactly. Who knows? Like it's all perception, but it's, I think it comes down to how you grow mentally and how you feel like, and like how you feel as a person and how, how you're happily and how happy you are. Exactly. So I think it is really important, you know, if you are going to work on all your external things on what you can see from the outside, but to also Mm -hmm. kind of like work towards your own feelings and like improving yourself. And I think Mm -hmm. like the whole, I don't know, personally, and I've told you this too, like, whenever I am either going on a date with a guy or whatever, immediately, I'll ask them like, Oh, okay, not immediately, not like the first (laughs) question, but like, you know, as our conversation gets going or whatever, one of the questions that will always come up for me is like oh like when's your last relationship and then then it's like oh how long was it and I feel like for me personally like anything that is less than six months ago assuming it was like a long relationship for Mm -hmm. me I'm a little bit turned off because I think it's like a red flag of the guys like dating so soon like if they say that they broke up like three months ago like even like six months ago I'm like "Hmm." yeah like unless if your relationship was like one or two months long then sure yeah but if it's like a four month or a year relationship two years relationship one year relationship and yeah and you only broke up like six months ago I'm like uh are you ready like it's about honestly to me it's like right now another reason why I'm not ready for a new relationship is because I have literally a list of things that I need to self-improve that I haven't finished yet so I'm like literally I am setting myself up and my future husband is gonna look at me and gonna go holy shit like damn that's yeah, the girl exactly and that's what we that's what we we want we're wanting to become our like full selves like ourselves that we want to 
like we want to be the, the person that we are meant to be and we're like not there yet. I feel like we're just like a work in progress and yeah. we're like becoming that woman that we want to be. But like, I think the work might take a couple of years and until exactly. we're at that point, I don't want to meet someone until I'm like at my 100% accomplished Teresa. Whereas exactly. right now I'm maybe at like the 70%. So I'm like a work in progress and you are too. And I think that's maybe why our mentality right now is to stay single or like just focus our energy and like focus our like thoughts into working on ourselves and building ourselves a future for our future life, our future like family, whoever they may be. Exactly. And also just a food for thought. This actually came across my head the other day and I was like, whoa, Lisa, you're a fucking genius. Basically, I really thought about it and I was like, okay, think about it this way. If you work on yourself so much, okay, to the point that you are, you know, so good in X, Y, Z aspects, then it actually will prevent you from settling with someone bad because like exactly because let's just say you got your job your shit together let's just Mm -hmm. say you are really emotionally available and you're very healthy and you're not really toxic Mm -hmm. anymore when you see someone that is you know doesn't have a great job or is toxic or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're you're not going to just like make excuses for them like you're going to be like oh hell no like I'm already up here yeah when you have all your shit together you're not going to like you also have high standards now because you have upped your own standard of yourself like you exactly from like a six to like a nine and so you're also wanting to like date a nine as well like me a few years ago like career wise like you know personal life wise like mentality wise I was not where I am today and I still think I'm a work in progress but like if I keep working myself and like years from now I become or get closer to the person I want to be, then I'll meet that person who is of my equal. Whereas now I might not be meeting that person of my equal because I'm still working on myself. Yeah. And your equal right now would be lower than your equal from a few months from now. Exactly. Like my equal right now might just be like just any average dude because I still feel like, well, I feel like I'm above average chick for sure, but I want to be like a lit ass phenomenal chick and I want to date a lit ass phenomenal dude. And so I think it'll take me some time to get there to be like a lit ass, hot ass bitch. So I can date a hot ass dude. Like, and I'm not talking just about looks, but I'm talking about like personality, care, kindness, exactly everything, like the whole package. Exactly. And that's why, you know, personally, like, obviously, you know, I do understand that there are people and this isn't just like a one size fits all, you know, theory, but I -hmm. do still believe that after a really long term relationship or actually after any relationship, you should really take the time to be single Mm -hmm. and work on you and like do a full glow up yourself. Yes. Like, okay. So just to give you my own personal example, A lot of people know that my last relationship was, you know, obviously a little bit toxic and it was like traumatizing or whatever. And I feel like the first few months, I still carried over a lot of the characteristics and personality traits that I had from him because we've all heard of, you know, like you are the five people that you spend the most time with. Yes, yes. And if your toxic boyfriend is one of the five, you're going to act like him. You're going to carry like- Some of those like anger issues. You're going to carry some of the impatience and like. Exactly. That would like spread on to to who you are. 
Exactly. So the first few months, I was like busy unlearning a lot of these things, mm-hmm. finding, you know, Lisa without a boyfriend back. Then after that, I had the time to kind of work on the things I want to work on that I never got mm-hmm. a chance to. So it's like the first few months, you got to recover from the breakup. It's okay to like heal and take exactly. that time for yourself to unlearn those behaviors. And then it's like, bam, glow the fuck up. Like exactly. we're work on you now. Personal development time. Exactly. So even like not just my ex-boyfriend, but your ex-boyfriend, oh, yeah. not the last one, the one before. The one we before. have known this ha- so long where he just keeps switching girlfriends. Like, oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Literally like he would be single for like, so he would be in long-term relationships. Like when I was with him, it was like from high school to like basically almost the end of university. We're, we were together almost four years and like within weeks, I was actually listening this week to Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You. Cause I'm like, this literally resonates with me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Cause in, in the song, she says like, it literally only just took you like weeks to move on to the next person. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it took like that ex, like literal weeks. But he, this is his characteristic. Yeah, it is his this characteristic. is his characteristic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I don't know. It doesn't like, I don't know. I just personally, my opinion on this but is always I don't always see like, growth on that end. Exactly. Like he moves on from girl to girl, but he always, <laughs> like between relationships or w- even when he is in relationships, he would reach out to me. Like he would be like yeah. every like Christmas or like every like New Year's, like my birthday, like he'd find a reason to like, text me or when I changed my number, he would like message me on like Facebook or like when he like goes through, when he goes through stuff in life, he'll like reach out and like try to be friends again. And like initially I was open to that, but like, like obviously I've learned that's like not appropriate and I need to set my boundaries and I've set that. But like people that do that, like they don't actually grow because they end up going back to like their exes and they end up like- exactly. And they haven't had time to really reflect on their mm-hmm. behavior. Their they haven't had time to grow as a person. And yeah, like how do you grow independently by going from relationship to relationship? You're not spending that time to be yourself and reflect on how you react in, during your past relationships. And you know what I think it is also is that, so I always say this, but I want a relationship out of abundance, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, I am, I love myself so much for me to have a partner. Yes. I want, it's like a nice to have, it's a yes. bonus. They need to make a positive difference in my life in exactly. order for them to be in my life. And the key difference here is making sure they're not filling a void because mm-hmm. I feel like at least for my ex, like I have a very good understanding of this person and I know that he has a little bit of trouble like being alone. Like he's kind of always been in relationships as well. Yes. He's always had this trajectory oh. of like moving on very quickly. I think he, why he do we crave- date guys like this? <laughs> Not anymore. We will not anymore. Yeah. We, well, no, no, no. In, in the this past, was, we were young and like, we just didn't know. And like, we didn't see these patterns as like red flags. And we didn't know, like, we didn't know until we've been through like a few relationships and we're now like, okay, like these are patterns of like potentially like toxic men. And we need to stay away from like these types of behaviors. Exactly. Because they're filling a void. Like if yeah. you are coming, if you're looking for a relationship, because you are lonely, that is a terrible reason Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship. And I think that, you know, like we've already talked about this before, but it's just like, I recognize that, you know, I want to come from a position where 
for both of us. Like, you're, I'm not, you're not dating me because you just need a human to mm-hmm. occupy or your you're time. Li- you're fucking lonely or you're feeling down in life or you just got dumped six months ago and you're still recovering exactly. from that and you need a fucking girl. Like, no, we're not the woman for you. Fuck mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so... What does the web have to say? Because I feel like we kind of have given our thoughts on winning, etc. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So I'm reading this article from yourtango.com and it's titled How to Win Your Breakup and Help You Move On Faster in These Surprising Nine Simple Steps. So the first one is, and we covered it, do not get into a new relationship. <laughs> I just want to add him right now. I think we're actually experts. (laughs) But like after like going through a few relationships of our own and like, and I think you and I, like Lisa, we have always had these like longer breaks between relationships. Yes. Like you would have like years break and I would also have years break. Like I, I think between my like long relationship to like my next relationship, there were like three years that I was single. And now I've been single for almost like, it will be like a year. Mm-hmm. So I think like the long time that we stay single, like the times between the relationships are really t- times that we need to ourselves, And like half the yeah. d- time would be like time to like heal. And the other half would be like time to like grow and, like, and have fun and up. glow up. every yeah. time, like we mentioned this, every time after relationship, we glow the fuck up. Like we become another person. Honestly, yeah, seriously. I don't think I've ever been hotter. I don't recognize myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like literally like, every time, like if I look at myself now and look, look at myself in 2016 I'll be like I literally don't recognize her because I've yeah. become another person through like these last like two breakups that I've gone through exactly yeah and I feel like like both you and I like whenever we go through a breakup like a significant thing happens in our career because like we yes. work on our career and then a significant <laughs> thing happens to our like self-esteem like I feel like we get even more confident because like we start working on our like maybe physical self like you know yeah eating exercise like oh all my that god time yeah. that you spend in relationships where you would like go on dates and like I don't know like just spend all the evenings watching tv with that person is now like reprogrammed to like learning a new hobby, like yeah. doing a new workout, spending time oh with God, friends, like maybe going on runs. Like yeah. you like just glow up as a person, potentially meet new people and like a new group of friends too. Yeah. I've genuinely, like in the last few months of what's happened in my life, I genuinely just feel like I've, I'm literally the best version of myself I've ever been. You know, I eat quinoa now. Like the heck? Baby, that's Like a few months ago, I didn't even know. I No, a few years ago, not months. A few years ago, I didn't even know how to pronounce quinoa and now I'm eating it. Like, it's like- Amazing. I even worked out. Like, oh my God. You you even complimented on how skinny my arms look. Oh my God, I'm like, yeah, Looking lit, looking lit. (laughs) So good. Yeah, and like for me, like I have not cooked in years, but like I'm learning yes! how to cook now. Like the oh fun- my god, <laughs> guys! Okay, okay. And like the funniest thing is, my dad is an actual professional I chef, know. so it's kind of embarrassing that I like don't know how to cook well. But I'm yeah. learning, and it's something I've wanted to do like my whole life. I just have not had the time. Your stories the last couple of days, I was like, Teresa, what are you doing? Like, wow, you're actually cooking? I'm, <laughs> I came to the realization that like my future kids, maybe in like 10 plus years, 
when they grow up, like they need to have decent food. I'm not going to get them fucking McDonald's. I need to yeah, be like exactly. a decent mom. So I'm learning yeah. how to cook because I don't know, because of this of like whole COVID kids. incident and with my dad, like getting so sick, I was like, I need to learn like from him, like how to cook basic meals oh and my how God. to like become a good parent that can like cook for my kids. And so can I tell the funny story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About your, okay. So basically, okay, so Teresa's dad and I actually talked about this together. Ooh. But we were talking about how, like, basically he was out and then how he's, like, the main chef of the house and he'll mm-hmm. cook and make every single damn meal for the family. And because he was out a couple of days, the family didn't even realize when their fridge had broke for a couple of days. I was like, the fuck? Like, do you guys not open the fridge? Like, what is up with you guys? I had nothing to say to that Oh my god! And Teresa's dad was like, "Oh my god!" Like, without him, <laughs> I, we, oh my god! I'm oh like, my god. man, <laughs> you're exposing us. <laughs> but it's true. Like we're like, I realized after that incident, like with my dad being gone, like I was like, "What the fuck are we eating at home?" Like no one can really cook. Like no one knows really what to buy for groceries. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like I, like we need to have a change here because yeah. like. Yeah. I don't want this kind of life for my future kids, like making fucking like eggs and rice. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm dead. Meal. It's also so funny because your house and my house is so different. Like my parents yeah. are like traditional nuts. Like, oh yeah, we have yeah. no, we have no preservatives in our house. We have no microwave. Yeah, the food is like simple. Like there's not, there's like it's very bland, not high sodium. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot yeah. of flavor, but like extreme, like so healthy, like the freshest yeah. like ingredients. And then whereas with me, like my dad, like how do I it's describe like it? It's like quality. hotel, like restaurant quality food. Like it's mm-hmm. really healthy. I'm always getting the freshest foods and like he's making fresh meals every day, but it's like, it's yummy. It's like flavored. Very it's like not like bland. Yeah. But yeah. it's like not as um, healthy as like Lisa's food. Oh yeah. My mom is like a health Yeah. Sign, your mom. Anyway. Good shit. Okay. So the next thing on our list is channeling your pain into something productive. Ooh, I think that's Which us. Us. Yeah. And I think from that, like over time, like it doesn't even become pain anymore. Like, of course, within the first few months of, of a breakup and even the first few weeks, it is pain because you're like, it's such a big life adjustment, like being yeah. so close with someone, having that boyfriend or girlfriend be your best friend. And then that like, losing that someone is like, it's just so hard on your like day-to-day life and yeah. it takes some time to adjust. So there is pain from that. And also with how that relationship ends, like if that person mistreats you or if you have to re- leave a really toxic relationship, there is a lot of pain coming from that. And you need to channel that into something that would distract you. And what, like what I did was like, I bought like a, a spin bike and I started like doing like Peloton classes with that. And I just started well, you and I started a podcast. Yeah. Which was like, I like ramped up my content. Yeah. Like we ramped up our career and it like, you know, made us some money and we're just like grinding. Like we're chilling. Yeah. Like grinding and chilling. Exactly. We use that energy towards like use that passion, you know, that like heartfelt, like strong energy and just like channel it to something that is going to like just make a difference you. in your life, elevate you. Cause I've, yeah. I've been in this place where I channeled my pain into partying and that did not yeah. work. <laughs> I mean, that it just ended up with me partying for like six months straight. And it, I don't know, like, I mean, I did focus on like my work, but not to this extent now yeah. where 
But I think it's also different because, like, if it wasn't for COVID, maybe I would oh, have yeah. also partied. But, like, you know, maybe partying it been is like not an option. 50, 50. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's true. So we're even more productive because, yeah. like, these, like, desires of, like, fucking, like, going out partying, like, going to yeah. the bar. Being a hoe. It's, like, I'm completely <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> no, but it, it's so good that we're productive. And I guess it's a good thing that we've gone through this breakup, even though it was during COVID exactly. times. Oh, I'm like, very grateful. Yeah, during quarantine, because we were able to be even more productive because we had yeah. nothing else to do but to like work. Exactly. Which is like amazing. Okay, the next item is hanging out with your homies. Woo-hoo. And that's what we did. We literally yeah. would call each other. Lisa and I would call each other every day, multiple times a day, especially like during immediately after our breakup, because like we would like need to lean on each other yes. more. FaceTime. And yeah, FaceTime and all of that. And we were in the same city. We would hang out together all the time. We became each other's go-tos. But like hang out with your homies will really help and they will like empower you. And like like you'll realize that when you have friends, you don't need like a fucking boyfriend to do everything with anymore. Cause yeah. you can just like schedule time with friends to do that with you, trying new restaurants, like doing new hobbies and all of that. Exactly. Like you don't need no fucking man for that. Honestly, you just gotta fake it till you make it. Like when you start having fun with other people, although in the beginning, you know, you feel like you just wanna cry all day, but if you get your ass up, you will actually feel happy. Mm-hmm. Wait, why are you I'm laughing? laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing because I read the next one. Oh my god, what is that? What is that? Oh <laughs> it's to have some good old fashioned rebound sex. And there's like this meme <laughs> of this woman like literally like oh. putting the like the <laughs> finger of the penis into the hole of the hand. <laughs> oh my god. I <laughs> definitely <laughs> had that. So I literally had okay, we did not. Oh my god, tell us about it. <laughs> okay. So we were originally gonna do a whole episode on this, but I literally went and got myself a friends with benefits. Yes, yes, yes. We love him though. Oh my God, we love him. Okay, to be fair, like I always thought he was so cute in high school. Like, so I actually knew him from high school, but I like found him on, I think Bumble. And then we like- Bumble? Yeah, on Bumble. And then we reconnected and we like, he's basically, yeah, just like my- I feel like he's like one of like your best friends now too. Yeah, we talk every day, even till now, like even though I'm in Toronto. I feel like you guys are married basically. So I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, how are you guys just friends with benefits? You guys seem literally like a couple and you guys have been doing this for like one year. longest friends with benefits ever like what if you just end up marrying this man you know what maybe who who knows like i'm a solid dude solid dude i need to meet this man i should just actually meet him (laughs) yo okay Teresa is actually i actually did bring this guy up we called him joey in a previous episode in the texting episode i think he was space cowboy too yes space cowboy (laughs) slash joey okay space cowboy because that's the one he likes he like knows that he's like being referenced anyway but Teresa is like team space cowboy like when i was in vancouver she was like i'm like dude like just ask her out just do it just make a move and also he is like the best person i've ever slept with like ever so it was like very like amazing rebound choice well i wouldn't even Mm -hmm. say rebound because i've like genuinely moved on by then but like still Mm -hmm, mm-hmm That's so impressive. Anyway. Well, I didn't have any good old-fashioned rebound sex because, like, it's a fucking (laughs) pandemic. And I don't think that it's... I have it in me to do it. Like, I've... Like, in... I've done it in the past, like years ago, and mm-hmm. like I've tried it and I just didn't like it. And I realized I came across this thing on TikTok and it says, and I 
And basically it says that if you can't like get attached, if you can't have sex unless you get like attached to this person, that means that you're a demisexual. Yes! And I'm like, yo, I'm a fucking demisexual. Cause like, unless I can have like a strong emotional connection with them, I can't have sex with them. It's f- so funny. I literally- But you're recently- not like that at all, but I'm like- You so know what's so funny? Okay, two what? things. The first thing is I recently told my friend group about being a demisexual and they were like, yeah. what is that? So I had to explain. But yes, yeah. it's like someone can only have sex if they have feelings. I I'm so used soft. to think that I was a demisexual until I met Space Cowboy and I was like, I am not a demisexual. I can enjoy <laughs> sex as is. I think that like the key here though is, okay, if you're going to do this, if you are going to find rebound, my advice is number one, finding someone that you can trust and also mm-hmm. finding someone that's safe. Like not just COVID safe, but obviously like sexually safe, like someone he has been tested. Like we both, you know, like are really safe. And also he's someone that I really trust. Like I don't, I like him also as a person, as you know, like not just because I think he is a hot piece of ass that I like literally, Damn, not like, just that. You guys that. have each other consistently. So you have like a really good deal going on. And like neither of you guys want to be in a relationship. Oh yeah. He's my one and only person. Yeah. Literally yeah. like we just like we are like each other's go-to and like Mm -hmm. we've just had, you know, this thing going for a while and we're like super safe. We trust each other and we both like like each other more than just like, like we actually like each other as humans, you know, like we're actually good people. Like he's a really great person. And he's so kind and so supportive. Like when you're feeling down, like he's there to like, yeah, on. Like he like calls me like, when I'm anxious or like, yeah, I mean, I call exactly. him when I'm anxious. Like <laughs> yeah. when you were debating, like quitting your job, he like put together a list and he's like, I believe in you. I'm like, oh, dude, this yeah. guy, like marry this man. <laughs> That's why I'm TBD, like, you, like, team this dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be oh my so god. flattered listen to, listening to oh this oh my god yeah I know I know if you're listening to this like we need to meet and I probably will like I should meet you as like Lisa's boyfriend because like this is you guys have been doing this for a year I know oh my god <laughs> oh my god so good okay the next one up is to not be the one to call first yes I mean like that's pretty straightforward I have never done this <laughs> I, I don't think you called have either. first. I have not called first, but I would like me and my ex for like the first couple of weeks slash months after our breakup, we would like be breadcrumbing each other. So we continued to like messaging, well, like messaging each other like memes for a couple oh, yes, of months. And this. then we like fully stopped like mm-hmm. three months in. Mm-hmm. But that was like toxic to both of us. And I'm like, yeah, did I did that? Because that just like, stop me from like moving on for like three months later Mm -hmm. because like this guy's like name would keep popping up on my phone I'd be like what the fuck am I doing exactly yeah don't do that shit like fully have like a clean cut if you're breaking up and like don't like don't message them and if they message you just ghost them because that is how you'll forget about them yeah okay the number six is be super nice so like don't be like bitter and like being the bigger person here and like not being like salty overall yeah I agree yeah and I think that just comes with like having class like being a classy person even if the breakup ends like poorly like I think you should still be nice about it and like talk 
like not, I don't know, kind of talk highly about that person. Yeah. And I think I told you this too. Like initially when we broke up, we were actually, we ended on very civil terms. And then a few Mm -hmm. months later, he was not nice to me. And he had sent me like, like an aggressive message. And then that, that ended our civil breakup because like initially it would have continued to be civil. But the minute Mm -hmm. you start acting not nice and like someone is salty, someone is mean or whatever, you're ruining like what could have been a peaceful you ruined the dynamic exactly because you guys could have like had a good relationship still now like it would have just been a respectful breakup you guys could have been friends but because he became like a salty person like that just changed the dynamic completely now you're not able to even yeah reconcile ever as friends even exactly okay interesting the next one is thank your ex so it's like thank you next Okay, I am a huge, I am a huge person that is into like being grateful. So Mm -hmm. I have only scratched the surface of what has gone on in my relationship. And I will not actually go into it anymore. However, I guess what I'm trying to emphasize here is despite the you know, stuff that I have gone through in that... The difficulty that you've gone through? Genuinely. Okay, I'm not even just saying this because I'm like being recorded right now, but genuinely, when I look back on my relationship, I am so, so, so grateful. I literally, when I like hear his name, when I see him, whatever... I not only feel indifferent about him, but also the the feeling I get is I feel grateful. Like, I am so grateful for your family Mm -hmm. who treated me so well throughout the relationship. I'm so grateful how much you have taught me, like, about myself and the times you have treated me right. And Mm -hmm. I literally look at it like I am so grateful for you, for who I am today, because, like, Literally, like, Lisa before this relationship was a prude. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, I was, like, such a good girl. I didn't do anything. I didn't really live my life. But after this Mm -hmm. relationship and feeling, you know, that feeling of being kind of, like, almost trapped in a way, I think I've never wanted to explore. You felt so liberated after that relationship. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's thanks to him. It is all thanks to him. So, like, honestly, like, I, when I think of him, I'm just, like, thank you. Like, honestly, like I am grateful. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. Like even after everything that you've gone through in that relationship, you're still able to come out of it and be grateful. That's like real growth. Yeah. And I I feel the same. I think I was not able to fully get to that thank you point until like this year from my ex from a few years ago. Cause I think if you were to ask me two years ago, like, are you grateful? Mm, Maybe I would say like, yes, I am grateful that I grew out of that. But like, just came to my realization this year after like a lot of like deep thinking understanding that because of that person I like literally like met all my friends because Mm -hmm. like it was like through his sister that I met all these girls that I'm like best friends with now like from UBC yeah and it was thanks to him that like showed me that it was possible to like not be in a like business, like program to get in a business job. Like a lot of these like lessons yeah. that I learned from relationships were actually like really key to developing me as a person. And like coming out of that relationship, I was just so hurt that I didn't see and I didn't realize that. But like in hindsight, like I'm grateful for that opportunity and I'm grateful for our time together because like, like his family treated me really well. Like yeah. through him, like 
my life went the way it, it did. And exactly. I learned so many lessons and I'm just like overall so grateful. Like even with my, like I would say like from all my exes, I learned so many lessons from them and like mm-hmm. came out a better person, a stronger person, a smarter person and a more knowledgeable person. And I came out knowing what I wanted in like a future partner. So like from exactly. every partner after that, like they would get better and better, mm-hmm. even though I've only had three relationships. But like, yeah. you know, like I pick better apples each time. Exactly. So thank you to my exes. Oh, look at us. For <laughs> being, being yeah, bigger for people. Being part of our lives. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The next one is break it off on social media. And but I'm trying to understand what that means. I think it oh. just means like... Like not talking to them on yeah. social media. Like I don't think it necessarily. I I don't think it necessarily means like unfollow or block. Like obviously yeah. you can do that if you want to, but I think it it mostly means just like yeah, stop tagging each other in stuff because it just like gets the feelings yeah. lingering. Yeah, stop messaging each other. Mm-hmm. Like stop like. I don't know. Like I stop feel like watching you stories. Stop. Yeah, that I was gonna. I was literally you. just gonna say that. I feel like you should like mute them from watching your stories or like limit them from watching your stories so that that constant reminder is like not always there. Like if you see their name popping up on a constant daily basis, like it's going to take you longer to move on if you're checking your stories and this person's always like fucking first. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like it will just bother you. Even if it's like three months later, if it's six months later, like seeing your ex up top, there's something that like, there's something about that just irritates the fuck out of me. (laughs) Like seeing my ex like you, number one. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> you know what's really funny? Okay, I actually had to mute my ex, not because I'm you bothered. Did. I'm glad that you fucking muted him because we talked about this and I don't think you... No, no, no. You're thinking of another person. You're thinking of oh, another person. I'm another talking ex. about my ex. No, you're thinking of someone that I never dated officially. I'm thinking about both, but yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. T- tell your story. Tell okay, your story. so with my ex, I actually had to mute him because when I see his... Okay, this is... Teresa had a, has another guy in mind. This guy I was like obsessed with and he would always watch my stories and he's literally number yes, one. Yes, oh my yes, God. Yes, he's oh my number God, yeah. one in my stories. And then Teresa's like, why don't you just like make him, like hide your story from him? Yeah. But this is all what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my ex and how I had to mute him so that he doesn't appear on stories so I can watch because I actually literally feel very indifferent about him. Like like I said, when I hear his name, I'm indifferent and I'm grateful, whatever. But the only thing is I am a still a petty person, okay? So I don't <laughs> want him to see my name under his viewers. So I have to mute him because sometimes, like, I won't go out of my way to click his name to watch his story. But, like, mm-hmm. let's just say, you know how if you're watching someone's story... It goes story automatically. And it goes like, automatically you watch one and it go- yeah. to the next yeah, yeah. person. So sometimes yeah. I'll, like, click next and he would just have to be the next person and I'm just like like, I don't want to give him the satisfaction yeah I don't want to give him the satisfaction of knowing that I watched his story because the truth (laughs) of the matter is I don't care what you're doing I literally Mm -hmm. don't care like just to give you an idea of how little I care is like when he started dating his new girlfriend you know I never searched up her I never searched her up Mm -hmm. I literally Mm -hmm. never you did you searched her up yeah I was I didn't even search her up I didn't even care I was like unbothered I was literally like, I I literally don't care. I'm like, good luck. Just don't care. (laughs) But um, that's too good. Yeah. That's too good. Yeah. But yeah, mute those stories. Yes. Yes. I think my take on this is to like, like, just like 
hide them and like their friends if they're like always showing up and like reminding you of that ex and like you're still mm-hmm. like bothered by that ex like just protect yourself protect your energy and just like you know yes. limit them or like block them yeah or, like, like hide your story because that's okay that's what you should do if it's still like irking you yeah yeah Okay, then the last one off this list of how to win your breakup is to not do anything drastic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is the classic like haircut oh dying my God, hair. I feel like I've been winning this whole time because all of my exes have done something drastic. Like they <gasps> what would, did like, he do? Like they your would like one. reach out to him. They would like either like reach out to me or like show up at my house or like send me like long paragraphs to like get back with them or like, I don't know, just like weird, like, like not weird tactics, but like really extreme tactics that are extremely like extra and like drastic. Oh. And I'm like, damn. Okay. When I heard that, I immediately had actually thought of, you know, when girls like after a breakup, they go and chop off their hair and then dye their hair or something. Oh, I was thinking that too like get bangs or like dye your yeah, hair yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. I would also, I actually do agree with this because I would like to say if you want to cut your hair or chop off your hair or dye your hair, like there's nothing wrong with that, but just like make sure that it's not because you associate this new look to a new you. Like I think that like just hmm. if if you like it because you like it, a hundred percent go for it. But if you're doing it purely because you're like unhappy, I would hold a little bit longer. Really? I think I have a different take on this because I think that if you are wanting a change and you're wanting to like physically like upgrade and glow up, like I think it's okay to have a new look. But do you think a lot of the girls that do actually glow up I think so. Like, I think if okay. I'm seeing a girl that, like, cuts their hair and, like, dyes their hair blonde after exiting a toxic relationship, I'm like, you go, girl. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, do your thing. Hot girl oh, fucking yeah. summer. Like, I think that's what I'm trying to say, though. I think it's different mm-hmm. if, like, you are changing your appearance based on, you know, you genuinely actually like that and you wanted that. But I think there are girls who are literally like doing this because they're unhappy and they physically like just want, or like, have you heard of those things where it's like, you always said that you didn't like my hair. So like you like changed it or something. It's like, make sure all I'm saying is I'm not saying that doing it is wrong. I'm saying make sure. Like don't do something to try to get your ex back. Exactly. Exactly. Do it for the right reason. Don't fucking dye your hair blonde because I'm what the fuck? Don't do yeah. that. Like, that's not going to do you good at all. And you're going to yeah. look at yourself and think of your ex. Mm-hmm. But do it for you. Like, if you're genuinely wanting to, like, physically glow up, like, go to the, go to the gym for you. Like, mm-hmm. change your hair for you. Exactly. And, yeah, do what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So that concludes my list. And that also concludes our episode of How to Win the Breakup. Yeah, I know this episode was a little bit longer, but first of mm-hmm. all, everyone did vote on our Instagram that they do like hour-long episodes. And second, obviously, yes. we had to catch you guys up on what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we really haven't caught up in a long time. So like it so it is really great to get you guys all caught up on our lives and also like catch you up on like how we glowed up and like I think we want our breakups. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So we're just telling you how to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So with that being said, make sure you guys tune in to our next episode next Monday. You guys can also follow us on Instagram or YouTube, even though we haven't been that active on YouTube. No, I don't think we've been active. Well, we haven't physically been together in some yeah, time. That's true. But when we're together, we'll be back on YouTube and TikTok and all of that again. But be sure to follow us. And we are most active on Instagram, Instagram. of course, because that's where we like chat with uh, some of our listeners. And if you do have episode suggestions, that's where we take them as well. As always, make sure you tune in every Monday and we can't wait to see you next week. Bye guys. Bye for now.